to welcome Doug Gray, original member of the Marshall Tucker Band. Thank you for joining us today. Well, thank you for having us. And, you know, I'm I'm only one of that whole Marshall Tucker Band, but I'm the oldest and the one that's been around the most. And, you know, still happy and it's still fun to get out there and show off in front of people and have a good time. Yeah, you're a young 75, is that correct? That's exactly right. <laughs> so you've been around for 50 plus years. And I just think, of course, that is incredible. And of course, always you probably get this question to Asked all the time since you've been around for so long. The music industry always wants to label your sound and put you into a certain genre like Southern rock, country, jazz rock. Do you go with these labels or how do you describe your music? I think the simplest thing is, is I tell you where we play. One, we play the Grand Ole Opry. That's country. Two, we play at Sturgis. That's rock and roll. Third, country, working hard class people come out to see us so that they can forget for an hour and a half to two hours what they have, the next bill they have to pay. They drive a pickup truck to the show and because that's their means of getting around. And that's what I call our music. Love it. And being around for 50 plus years, how does it feel now to look out into the audience and see three to four different generations singing and smiling along with you? The smiling, you hit it right. That should be the first thing because everybody smiles because they see that we're not up there just to play and take their money. That's honest truth, okay? Uh-huh. They know that the money that they spent, that they work so hard on to buy tickets, that they're going to get their money's worth. So they're around. And the kids that are coming, they saw us, somebody perform one of our songs on The Voice or they heard it in one of the many movies that we've been in and hear other bands play our songs. And you can't go into another a nightclub or any venue or fair or anything. And everybody, all, I mean, let's face it, Kid Rock's done our stuff. All of these different people. Hank Jr. has done our stuff. And and then you got George Strait's done our stuff. Everybody has done this thing, you know. And Waylon charted better with KCC than we did. Hmm. So, you know, you think about the older days and, and how things were set up. We were just lucky that we stayed there. Yeah, I was worried that, you know, we you know we took Skinner out in the very beginning. And uh, that was mainstay because Ronnie and I became extremely good friends because he wanted to learn more about the road. And we'd already been out there for a while. So he learned. Then we all learned. And then we lost. We lost them in plane crash. You know, mm-hmm. he was he's the mainstay of that band. He really was. He was. He was the guy that pulled it all together and made it work. And and I still play with Skinner sometimes, the Skinner now. And uh, you know that it works out really well because it it's recreating. It, we're there to recreate memories, and so are they. Now, as far as being able to go out there and work, we work a hell of a lot more than they do. But at the same time, they they uh, had more of the underground stable hits, and right. that's. I'm very proud of that because Ronnie wrote most of those things. Okay, mm-hmm. but losing those people and knowing that you got to wake up the next day and that you got to get up and you got to show somebody that you still know what the hell you're doing—that's that's a blessing in my in my words. Wow. Well, as you mentioned, um, you have you were saying something about your like your memorable moments, you know, playing with Leonard Skinner and some of these great bands. And I know you have tons of awards. And even I saw uh, you got your uh, a day named after you down in your home state of South Carolina. What is your most memorable moment or accomplishment that you've achieved so far? I think being born probably <laughs> is the best one. There okay. you go. 
Because <laughs> my mom had done a terrific feat in dealing with me the first five years. Because I was like, I don't know if you've seen the movie The Jerk, uh-huh. but I was the guy that had, you know, when Steve Martin started realizing he loved music and he loved certain kind of music, he started patting his foot. Well, my mama, for the first five years of my life, the only way to, to keep me asleep or keep me occupied in the crib was she'd put the radio beside it and the radio would be playing music side the crib and so that's probably and i still sleep at night but i don't sleep as much anymore you know but nor do i pat my foot because i make sure when i go to sleep i go to sleep hard (laughs) but uh you know it was like steve martin in that movie he found out what he wanted to do in life and i then i started imitating life because elvis was people find this funny because i never really got compared to that and that was the trick you'd hear elvis presley hank williams senior you'd hear because they listen to music all the time mm-hmm. it was a big deal then on vacation they'd take us to the down to the beach and since you know i got used to that particular beach i still go up there every so often but uh that was poly beach down in charleston but then i moved down here and I bought a place first time in 1972 but I was listening to Alabama and so I listened to Alabama and then I told somebody from another record label I said here's what you need to do you need to go down and hear the voice before somebody else signs and they went and signed them and you know the rest is history wow it's just you know you feel good about things yeah that's you know, awesome. And we had 16,000 people the other night with them, which is miraculous. That's, that's that's a feat that a lot of people don't get to do. And then, you know, in the past, we've had Carlos Santana stand on the side of the stage and come up and want to play with the band. Most, most entertainers like to get that feeling, and that feeling is the real honesty of music. And that's why I can't call it any one particular thing, you know, because they... They like rock and roll just as much as we do, uh-huh. and everybody else does too. That's that's the wonderful part, you know. When people like music, it doesn't matter what kind of music you like. That is true. It's just it's music. It's all. It's just good. It doesn't yep. like again. It's got a story to it. Exactly. There's, there's a story that, and especially if you've got thing. feeling and passion in within that song, oh, right. It just right. it just sinks to your heart. Well, I know. I, I know I feel it every night when the lights go out and I have to walk out on that stage and I, I have to sing it that way, you know. Well, that I, that's cool. I actually have a question with that because I still get jitters doing these interviews and being on stage. Does that ever go away? <laughs> no, no. No? Okay. No. All right. I feel like in the morning when I go take a shower and I, I come out, I feel like the lights go on and I have to entertain. <laughs> yep. Got to be on, right? Still. Oh. I, well, I, I'm down here doing interviews right now, so it's 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 something that you do when you're off. And trust me, you don't have that many times off if you're in a band like ours. And you look at the schedule, you know. I've got 40-something shows, not me, but the company has 47 shows, I think, on the books already for next year. But we, we can't announce them, you know, until next year. Right. Yeah, I saw that you're you're going into 2024 and I just it's incredible that you're still continuing to tour. What is your secret touring into your 70s? Uh, I guess you know, I I mentioned it before. It was it's help. The help is what keeps you right. Learning from a lot of your mistakes and and you know, of course my voice is not going to be the same. But it has been, it's it's matured a little bit more. Nobody that I know that's been in this business 25 years can even do what they used to do. But 
I had to work on mine. Sure, I had some help working on it. Plus, plus all also bringing guys that can sing too, with their dedication to our Marshall Tucker music and the fans, they can put their heart into it too. And that's that's the key to sticking around and people wanting to come back because they did enjoy the show and they saw that we weren't up there just to pull somebody's leg and say that we've been around for that so many years. Right. But as far as me. I just I feel so much better doing what I'm doing. Sitting in the sun right now, taking the sun in and realizing that, boy, this is going to be a great day tomorrow. Right, yeah, because you, you still need to take time for yourself. You need to take that moment before you hit back onto the stage and, and, and do your thing. Right, yeah. So I have one last question for you. The Of course, the namesake of your band is such a great story where, you know, you found the key with the name on it, and it was actually the Marshall. It was actually a gentleman by the name of Marshall Tucker who passed away earlier this year at the age of 99, which that is an incredible feat right there also. Yeah, well, he, was, he kept busy the whole time. He retired from uh, teaching the choir at his church after 40-some years. And so he finally got tired of doing interviews about the band, our band. <laughs> I bet, all, right? All his people. Yeah. <laughs> hey, once once you've done one interview, unless you're smart and very, you know, he had, he had to be at church. That's the only time. It's the only reason we never got to perform together because he was a hell of a keyboard player. Oh, wow. And a singer. Okay. Yeah. And so he, being blind and going to, in, being in Spartanburg, where we all grew up, he was that there's a school there that teaches trades to people that have uh, problems. They were born with problems, and so he met his wife there, and and then I got to know his daughter and the whole thing. And we didn't know when we named the band that you know it was uh, kind of a little bit of a story, but we didn't have a name. We didn't want to be the names that we had been before, so we created the name off of a key that on the key that was the key chain that had a little tag on it and then Marshall Tucker he had used that prior to when we rented it out so we rented it for $25 a month and went down there on Tuesdays and Thursdays and drank till we got cockeyed and then, uh, <laughs> and, uh, and then we were practicing the whole time and then some promoter well we called him a bar owner back then come down and said man I need somebody to open you I want to do it I heard you outside before I came in and he said well, I need a name put up on the marquee, put on the handbills because we didn't get radio stuff back then, right? Right. So he said, uh, "All right, come. I'll come back in an hour." We, we sit there an hour, had a few more beers, and uh, and whatever other party favorites were around. We did that, and then all of a sudden, somebody said, "Well, hell, we ain't got a name, so let's just call it the keychain." I'm throwing it back and forth like a bunch of kids, like we were, and uh, we said, "Well, let's call it Marshall Tucker Band for the weekend," and here we are. And he was very proud of us for doing that. There's a bunch of uh, news footage out there that uh, talk about us and me and him having an interview together with a major company. And he's sitting there and he said, mate, I just want to tell you, make sure that all the microphones and the cameras off. And he said, I'm going to tell you something. I said, okay. So I went over to him. I said, all right, all the stuff's off. What was it that you wanted to tell me? He said, I want to thank you for not screwing up my name. <laughs> And you ought a better way to end an interview that we had just done. It was intense, you know. Uh-huh. And especially with video, he said, thank you for not screwing up my name all these years. Oh, that's, and he was very proud of us. That's awesome. You know? Do you still have the key? Oh, yeah. You still have the original keychain? Oh, yeah. Oh, that is so awesome. 
I got a memorabilia room and, and a warehouse and all that stuff. I collect posters to this day of every place that we play. Oh, my goodness. I know. It's a big warehouse. I bet it is. <laughs> I mean, you've got 50-plus years of posters. and Yeah, people try to buy all that stuff. You know, oh, I bet. Bar, <laughs> you know, candy bars and things like that that we did. We took the candy bar out. I don't know what happened to that. But uh, we'd all, every time we'd get something like that, we'd take it out and then we'd get liquor for a long time and then tobacco for a long time and but those large companies you know they they wanted us to be on their name did a lot of liquor commercials and you know i don't know why that they'd think that we were that kind of person but i guess being a southern south carolina redneck kind of fit in do you think you're ever gonna like like present that somewhere like maybe open a museum or have that all somewhere or is that going to just stay in the family it'll be somebody else's no, my daughters, they won't know what to do with it. And uh, there's companies out there that have made offers and we'll just wait and see, you know. Yeah. Well, Doug, but I'm not going anywhere yet, so I got a lot more. Well, yeah, you approach. got a lot more ahead of you. I mean, you're, I mean, young 75, so you've, you've still got so much more to do and share with us. And we can't wait to see and hear it. That's for sure. It's going to be good. I want everybody just to come on down and have a good time. That's all I care about. Yep, Doug with the Marshall Tucker Band at the Infinite Road Tour is going to be at Hollywood Casino at Charlestown Races Friday, November 3rd. You can get your tickets at HollywoodCasinoCharlestown.com. You don't want to miss this show. Anything else you got to say, Doug? Nah, I could go on forever, but... I know, right? (laughs) The publicist publicist would run me and you out of town. I appreciate everything, okay? I thank you, Doug. This has been amazing. Thank you for taking time. And I also want to just uh, thank you for your service. Um, greatly appreciate what you've done uh, for our country and also with the music and the smiles that you've brought to to us. Well, this next time you see somebody that's not smiling, that means that they haven't had anybody say sweet stuff to them. I, I will. I'll be like Marshall. <laughs> it's because of the Marshall Tucker Band. Doug told me to do it. I'm going to get a shirt that says that. It'll work. Show it to me when you when we get there, okay? Okay. All right. All right, hon. You too. Thank you. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.